Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier, and we're going to bring you the latest news, tech, everything you want to hear about. So thank you for joining us. And how are you, Marsha? Oh, technology. Technology is driving me crazy. Yeah, all these go. updates, all these changes. You know, it works great now. Why do they have to keep changing everything? <laughs> yeah, every time you turn around, there's another update or something going on. And I that's actually... why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I will tell you something. This is positive. I uh, had to change my password. Every once in a while, iPhone comes up and asks you to change its password. I don't know why. They just do that. And I blanked. I absolutely couldn't remember my password. So I went to Apple. And normally, that's a horrendously horrible process. And I plugged it into my uh, PC and had it restored in about 40 minutes with everything still on it. I was shocked because that was a great experience. So kudos to Apple for that. So... Wait a minute. So you turned on your computer and you had and you saw nothing? No, I mean my my iPhone just locked me out. And when oh, it locks you out, you have to restore the whole phone again. Now I back up. So it was uh but normally it's a very difficult process and this was really quite easy. I was really shocked. It's com- got completely restored in about 30 minutes, which is a lot. Is so, that normal uh, I mean, for time, all but- iPhones? I mean for all the ones you've ever had? Yeah, I mean, they've been in the past when I've, I've had to restore in the past, and it's been a long and arduous process. Uh, this time I put my iPad next to my iPhone, restored everything on my phone. Uh, Apple walked me through a couple of moves by uh, connecting it to iTunes, and it was great. So I was really surprised. I thought, oh, it was from, even my business apps came back, which shocked me. I thought I was going to have to reinstall those. So, oh my. Well, yeah, so that was I'm good. on. That's yeah. crazy. Um, okay, so Apple. The Apple Watch. You know, I have an Apple Watch. I just bought the new one a couple of months ago. I hadn't upgraded in four or five years. And uh, they were being stopped from, I mean, this was really an unusual story because they were being stopped from selling Apple iPhones. And it had to do with a uh, uh, International Trade Commission found that the blood oxygen sensor in the Apple Watch infringed on a patent by a company by the name of Massimo. Um, and they got the courts to stop selling the phones or the watches rather, which was shocking, frankly. Um, cause I, you know, it's not the biggest part of their business, but it's still a good amount of their, uh, Apple sales. Well, all of a sudden they, uh, stopped the ban and Apple will be back in with their watches on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. But, that was surprising. but it, it's still, they are still in violation. The international court did find them in violation. Right. Uh, so how are they just coming back? This doesn't make any sense. Well, it was a court ruling. So the the federal appeal court has a temper has temporarily temporarily held the okay yeah temporarily. So, now they, it's not over yet. You know they still have. In effect, uh, apparently the Biden administration had till December twenty fifth to veto the ruling. Well, um, you wouldn't dare do that. I mean, yeah. the, politically, that's murder suicide. Right. Well, we'll see what happens. So right now, they're on sale for uh, next month. Apple plans to uh, try to get the court to sell its Series Nine and uh, Two during the appeals process, which could be lengthy. I mean, that could go on for years. So um, it's at least lucky for Apple's sake that they now get to sell their watches again. Yeah, that's it's. But you know, the thing is, again, 
we always talk about who steals what IP. And right. there are enough stories on this uh, on this situation that uh, Tim Cook got an email from someone a couple of years ago, several years ago, who developed this technology. So it's going to be interesting to follow. Yeah, very interesting. Did you watch, not that we're talking about TV now, but did you watch the story of Uber? No. Uh, well, yes, with Travis Guetta, yeah. That was with, just so yeah. disappointing, yes. Well, it wasn't that so much. It was just an interesting portrayal of Tim Cook that you were just talking about. He was a really, I mean, maybe that's the way he is. He was a really odd guy in the movie. So, um, Yeah, well, I figured that. I figured yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, you're going to CES. I chose not to go this year. And I actually haven't been since pre-pandemic. You Is that when the last time you were there? I can't remember. No, I was there last year. In the, oh, you did I go last year. I missed the one year that they shut it down. Right. Okay. And for those who don't know, because we all hear CES, CES, you know, what is it? It's a trade show. In other words, you have to be in the technology trade. You have to be someone in the media of technology. You, you have to be someone involved. You have to be an actual member of the technology field. And when you see everybody reporting on it, the reason you see so many different things, I mean, I go all the time. There's This year, there will be 2.4 million plus square feet of exhibition space. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, they've closed down the South Hall of the convention center, but it's they had built the new, you haven't seen it, tech, uh, the new West Pavilion. No. Um, and the East and the Central, and then there'll be the Venetian, Venetian Expo, the Palazzo, the Wynn, Encore at Wynn. <laughs> then Tech South will be at the Aria, Cosmopolitan Park, MGM, and the Vidara. So... <laughs> So they're kind of all over the place. So it's basically impossible to see everything. Yeah. And what I'm going to do for our show, you know, I'm going to go to whatever events where I can see the largest amount of viewers, you know, things. But yeah, somebody's rolling out a new EV. I bet you that's going to be a big story because that'll yeah. be an easy one to cover. But. All the big names will be there, and and your buddy Tim Cook won't be there, and Apple won't be there because they're never there. Well, they're never there, <laughs> right? Because they do their own event. I mean, I just got tired, you know. After you and I going for ten years, for however many years I've been going to the show, it was like every year I walked out and said, "Yeah, I don't really see anything new here." Yeah, it's the only time I ever do fifteen thousand steps a day. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, for that reason, it's probably but a great it, idea. It's you know my once a year. You know, I, I do my marathon at CES, and it, believe me, it's tiring. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of walking. I mean, that's the good news. But, you know, the the things that came out now, so we're now we're four or five years ago, we came out with 8K TV, and you still can't watch anything on 8K TV. Yeah, I got a press release on a folding TV. What? Oh, like Why? you can put it in your pocket? Does it fold up? And... I, I don't know how small it folds, but okay. I saw a video of it folding up. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just some really dumb stuff that you see there. And, and we've talked about before that often they don't even come out. You know, when you see them at CES and you go, wow, that's a great idea. And then never hear from it again. Well, this is why, you know, if you're an investor looking for something to invest in, startups, are you have to 
you really have to be a qualified investor to right. do startups. That's crazy. Because I'd say 80% of what we see doesn't show up again, ever, ever. Again. My yeah, favorite thing that I they were there for three years. They were trying. They I guess they couldn't bring down the price of the product enough. Was the thing called the foldamate, where you'd throw in a men's or women's uh, button-down shirts after laundry. Oh, and sort it, of. And and it would uh, iron and fold them. Yeah, it was a big them. machine, right? It was great. Yeah, I yeah. saw it work. It worked. Yeah, I remember seeing that. But you'll never see it because I guess, you know, they didn't get enough money behind it, whatever. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, you know, how many, it's phones. It's I mean, it's the same stuff. Like I say, you see year after year. I'm getting the emails, you know, from all the PR people, you know, th thinking that I'm going to the show. Uh, and I haven't seen one yet that I went, oh, I want to see that. Well, I have to tell you something. Speaking of the emails, and for those of you who, you know, don't get these emails, we get, I'd say close to a thousand emails before the show oh, from yeah. all different PR agencies and brands and products. So it's almost impossible to read them. So you want to read them as fast as possible. Right. So if any PR people are out there listening to our show, please explain the product in the first paragraph. Right. Don't make it a mystery. You're making it a mystery is not going to make anybody want to go see it. Yeah, you got to catch us in the first three lines, or I'm going to the next email. Right. I mean, it's it's, and there are so many of those; it's unbelievable. So, I guess there are a lot of weird PR people. That's all. Yeah, I, I mean, and the show—is it next week or the week after it starts? The week after. So we have okay, one more so you show have to before. report to us yeah. when you come back, and maybe yeah. next year I'll have not gone in like three years, so maybe next year I'll go. <laughs> and as, you know, as you say, just for the exercise. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you came up with an interesting story. How to figure out if your phone has malware? Yeah. Well, I figure if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's a that's a sure sign that something's going on. I mean, <laughs> look, the first thing you have to know is years ago people used to say, "Oh, if I've got an iPhone, I don't have to worry about malware." Well, that's true for a well bit. But there still can be, I you know, you can still have an iPhone and get malware. It doesn't come quite as often. And part of that came because there weren't as many people buying iPhones back in the day. They were mostly on, uh, you know, Androids or whatever. So the malware went there. But you can get one. So don't be fooled into thinking and you can. And you can't. know there are so many places on, on the Internet that click, download our app here. For, for those on Android yeah. or iPhone, Always only get your uh, apps from the app store. Right. Right. I mean, that's where you go. They have been tested purportedly. So signs your phone might be infected with. What are they? Well, okay. Um, you keep getting pop-up ads on your phone. <laughs> Often when I'm on the internet, I'll get an ad. Your phone has been infected. Download now. Wow. So, you must go to some weird sites. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, I always download it and I you know, let it work. No, I never download it. And I just click out. You can't get onto the the page you were on. It just pops up all of a sudden. Close it down. Don't even look. Don't click on it. Don't do anything. Just close out that page that you're on. So if you're getting pop-up ads, uh, then that's probably a sign that something's going on. And it may be worse than malware. A Bitdefender found 60,000 Android apps on the Google Store loaded with adware. Well, that's so, adware. So ad, that's adware. That's, that's not that's malware. Not that's necessarily. Adware, right? What I do is I use and have used for 
years, malware bytes on my computers. And now they have one for phones. Right. So if you subscribe to them, they give you a free one for a phone. Okay. So yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, next, check your credit card bill and your uh, statements to make sure that you don't have charges suddenly on your phone you weren't aware of. They call that cramming. That's when an unwanted service gets added to your phone and they charge it to your phone bill. So, uh, and often wireless carriers, they say, have been accused of looking the other way to pocket the percentage of their monthly rate. Yeah, Apple makes something like 30%. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's to download from the App Store. This is more, you know, you buy it and it goes on your yeah. Verizon bill. Right. So be careful with that. Uh, if your battery is suddenly draining, you know, it goes from 100% to 12% quickly, malware may have taken over and is doing yeah, that, background. that's a sure sign. Background stuff is going on, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, this is interesting. I didn't know this one. If your phone is overheating... Uh, your phone shouldn't normally be hot, but malware can jack yeah. up the CPU right. and the charging. Right, absolutely, because yeah. they are working on your com your little computer, which is your phone. Sure. Yeah, they say that there's something called low P malware, mm -hmm. which is apparently capable of overheating and even melting your phone. Cool. Which is hard to believe. Cool. Yeah. But that's what they're saying. Well, and that uh, also makes your phone slower because it's busy doing other things. Well, right. Correct. Um, also, if your phone is slower than normal, that's a sign that something's going on. That's normally a big sign that either you've got too many apps open, you're working too hard on something, whatever it is. But sometimes if your phone is slowed down, that's a sign that you've got malware. Yeah, like we just said, right. Yeah. Uh, you might drop calls. Maybe you have poor connections. Something's interfering with your uh, Wi-Fi or your cellular connection, uh, which gives you, you know, poor quality calls and such. So that's a possibility that maybe you've got some malware on your phone. Um, suddenly out of the blue, an app appears and you don't even know what it is. And the malware installs additional programs on your phone. So make sure, you know, look over your apps because, you know, I've got a bunch of apps on my phone. I don't always look at every one, you know, but somehow maybe an app shows up that you didn't download and it does whatever it's doing in the background. You don't want to do that. So, um, so that's really important. And then you want to make sure, you know, on an Android, if you're on an Android phone, to remove some of the malware, uh, you want to use safe mode. I don't know if you've ever used that, Marcia. Oh, sure. Okay. I, so, I use it on my computer, too, when I want to check out what's wrong. Right. Okay. So basically, you, pull, you hold down your power button, you long press power off, and then you get into safe mode. And it's similar to what Windows has as well, and, and it'll what, disable What I'd recommend is if you're going to go in safe mode... Go to your laptop or your tablet and Google the instructions for your specific phone. Right. Don't don't be monkeying around because no, you no, don't no, know no. what you're going to do, do. Yeah, you want to do the ones that you absolutely have on your that, that are pertinent to your own phone. Um, and uh, so that so that's a number of the different things that you can do to you know to protect your phone and to do the things being careful. You don't want to scan for viruses. Uh, you may have to reset your phone which is what I had to do today on mine, not because of malware. So there's a number of ways you can do that. And you want to be very careful because malware can actually get onto your phone, download your financial records, do a multitude of different things. So be very, very careful when you do that. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, there you go with malware. But the, I got bad news. Uh-oh, what? I got bad news all around for oh, me, no, and, me and a lot of other people. Yeah. There as many as... 250 million Windows, Windows 10 PCs okay. that can't be upgraded to Windows 11. Yeah. 
which, which is absolutely ludicrous. It's because many older Windows 10 machines don't have the CPU or the air quotes trusted platform module needed for Windows 11. Um, the TPM, I understand, is not generally a problem, but if your PC is from 2019 or earlier, the CPU is likely to be supported. So your CPU is probably fine. It's just you don't have this little gizmo that they've installed on the motherboards mm-hmm. that won't allow updating. I think that's very sneaky, and that's for story for another time because that smells. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because um, Microsoft is dumping Windows 10 support on October 14th, 2025. Yeah. And what is this? It turns your big computer into a brick? This is serious stuff and it's bad. Um, You could try to install Windows 11 on your PC, even though you Microsoft Microsoft won't support you if you try the trick. Um, There are instructions from ZDNet and a lot of legit people Ed Bot tells me, you know, we've had him on the show. He tells me it isn't that hard. The, and you could also, if you wanted, to uh, download an open source program called Rufus that bypasses the Windows 11 system check and gives you a bootable USB drive that has the option of skipping Windows 11 system requirements when you do, try to do an upgrade. Which is kind of interesting. But proceed with caution because you don't know what habit that could raise. But like I said, if when you do the tests and you can, there are any number of places from Microsoft where you can test to see if your computer will take Windows 11. It'll tell you if it doesn't have a TPM or your CPU is good. Now, if you're ready to get a new computer or you want to use Linux, you can always do that. You can put Linux on your computer, which is an excellent alternative. Mm-hmm. But you could also buy support. Huh? Microsoft has promised to offer extended security updates for Windows 10. We They haven't announced how much. They did this for Windows 8. For Windows 7, the price tag started at $25 a machine per year and then ramped up to $200 per device in the third year. So I think this is just insane. I suspect that, I mean, that's an ecological nightmare. 240 million PCs that work just fine for people. Right. It's wrong. So hopefully there will be something, and we'll be talking to our friend Ed Bott because he's the Windows expert for any news to come. There you go. All right. So we this was going to be the year of satellite messaging, that all the devices were going to have give you the ability that if you did not have a Wi-Fi connection or you didn't have a cell connection, you were still going to be able to use your phone through the satellite. Uh-huh. You could you know you can get um messages and all kinds of different things well not so fast everybody take a step back because the only thing that works right now is the apple satellite sos system 
that allows you to make a, which is a very valuable thing, by the way. It lets you make, um, send texts to emergency services through satellites. And uh, that allows you, if you're, you know, standard, you know, stuck in the desert someplace and you don't have a signal, then you can send a satellite, hey, help me, I'm around and I uh, can't get out. And apparently la- this year, Qualcomm said that they were going to have by mid-year handsets with their Snapdragon chips that would tap into the satellite owners. But no, not happening. So the only thing right now is that I'm aware of is that Apple and Apple, you can, like I say, as an emergency, you can use it. But that's pretty much of you know what it was at the end of this year. Nothing had come out yet. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to make a point to see because uh, I did get something about satellite texting mm-hmm. that now and that's all you can do. You can't, you know, making calls on the iPhone is kind of a little strange, right? whether it will work or not. But texting, you may be able to do on an iPhone. But uh, I'll be looking because this this is something that's important at CES yeah. to to see. Uh, but frankly, I think it's a specialty item to me. What do you think? Do you really need a satellite phone? I mean, I never have. You know, I, I guess if you're out in the jungle somewhere <laughs> and you want to text, uh, you know, a satellite would be nice to use, but. For the normal person, no. I mean, I can see the emergency use okay, because there so, are times, you know, you get into a satellite area or, you know, a non-cell area and you have an emergency, well, but no. Okay. Just just spitball in here. To save money, why don't we improve our terrestrial networks so that everything is covered? And for those who need satellite phones, develop them and charge more for those who need them. Right. I think that's a much, instead of having all the, because it's just going to, A, increase the price of the phone. Because I don't care if I get satellite connection or not. No, it doesn't matter. (laughs) A lot of people, you know, rent or buy satellite phones when they're traveling to parts of the world that don't have uh, cellular connections. Exactly. Yeah. No, average person doesn't want that. Yeah. And it's just going to be expensive. You've still got emergency. emergency SOS on your phones. So I don't know. There is one on Android. I don't know what it does because I'm not testing it. <laughs> right. But still, I, I say let there be se- separate satellite phones. And uh, for the rest of us, we can have our regular phones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So some of the tech fails of 2023. Wait a minute, Mark. <laughs> I'm sending you notes during the show. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't see it. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Oh, skip that. So, yeah, we're going to skip that. I'm so well, you know, I, I'm so sick and tired of hearing what failed, what right. didn't fail, and the yeah. whole thing. I think we all are. But, you know, we're trying to give you good information here, like on the satellite phone, checking your phone for malware, Windows 10. You know, right. th- this is all important stuff. But this next one is we're getting to the silly part of the show. I have to tell you, it's funny that you found this story because I was just reading at random and I saw it and I had never heard of any of the things that they're asking you to look for. So what were they? Okay. Well, I thought this is, you know, supposedly um, some things that you search on Google, you get way too much information, right? I mean, even generally, 
you know, I don't need all that information. You know, cut, right. cut it back here. I just need need a description, one liner. But there are some things that is a lot of things that have to do with health too. Yeah. Remember, Google is not your doctor. And most most doctors will be glad to tell you that because you'll say, right. I looked it up on Google and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we all do that. But they, they've found certain words that you don't want to really know. And because we're going to tell you what they are, but we're not going to tell you the gross part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. look them up for yourself. Google. You can look Google it if you're really interested. <laughs> right. The word larva, L-A-R-V-A-E. Yeah. Now, this is, don't do it. Don't, don't Google it. Um, the D Oxford Dictionary says it's an active, immature form of an insect. It sounds perfectly innocent, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a really nasty Reddit thread about the subject. A WebMD, yeah, will tell you something about larvae that you don't want to know, especially if you don't have symptoms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, things like laying eggs and wounds. And you, you yeah, don't want to know all this. And there's that's probably gross. pictures. Yep. Next one is degloving. Never heard -E of it. D-E-G-L-O-V-I-N-G. Now, according to Unilad, uh, Unilad.com, they say, I loved it. Something you'll definitely want to avoid, particularly because the images that you see will never leave your head. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't Wonderful. want to do that. Yep. Um, long story short, it's when layers of soft tissue under your skin get ripped off la, from la, your muscle. La, la. Yeah. It's definitely unpleasant, and there's pictures. Yeah, that's gross. So, yeah. Another one, crocodile, K R O K. O-D-I-L. You notice how I spell them so people can look it up, I've right? literally <laughs> never heard of many of these words, so okay. Okay, so officially what it means um, is the opioid drug desomorphine. But a Time magazine report said the world's deadliest drug inside a crocodile cookhouse. Um, it became use, being used by doctors when they discovered many strange words. Um, there's a lot of images. Doctors in Russia discovered strange wounds related to this drug. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see the pictures. The pictures are going to pop up. You don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Okay, last one. Harlequin ichthyosis. Wait, wasn't she one of the Marvel movies? Yes. I thought ichthyosis was something to do with fish, right? Because it's ichthy. Ick, right. Right. Harlequin, I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-S-I-S. -I um, and it's really a baby syndrome known as congenital ichthyosis. Again, this is a skin disease. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to see the pictures. No. Uh, Supposedly, a newborn is born with thick diamond-shaped plates that re resemble fish scales. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't want to see the pictures of that. I don't want to see pictures of the treatment of that, uh, you know. Right. Exactly. L let me see pictures of everybody who's recovered from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, there's a lot of gross stuff on the internet. No question about that. And, you know, in hopefully things are changing, but in 2024, hopefully, hopefully, the internet is going to get a 
to be a little better place to be. Yeah, I doubt it. I had a story I was going to share with you about TikTok scammers, which we might do next week because it's just, it's all scary. So now I think it's time for us to do our official top 10 streaming movies and shows. That confuses people. That's also our buy of the week, which I didn't have one today. Well, we don't always have one. Now, Mark, yeah. go ahead with the okay. movies. You do the All movies. Right. So movies, the, the, the ultimate Christmas movie, Die Hard. <laughs> Everybody loves I, Die I Hard. I love Die Hard. I, you know, everything Bruce Willis was, I loved everything. He was wonderful. He yeah, was he is. Given. I mean, he's sadly going through some horrible medical things, but loved his movies. Uh, Salaburn, I don't know what that is. That's the first I time I've seen it. I think it's Saltburn. Oh, is it salt? Oh, it's salt. Oh, it looks like an eye. Yeah, I think you're right. Salt burn. Yeah, it's no in clue some what that crazy is. Crazy handwriting. Yeah, um, I don't know what it is. It's a comedy. A student at Oxford University finds himself drawn into the world of charming and aristocratic classmates who invites him to his eccentric family strolling estate for never to be forgotten. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Haven't caught that one. Yeah, uh, well, people are liking it. Okay, The Grinch Stole Christmas. That's always a favorite. Always good. Uh, Rebel Mood, I have not seen. I've heard some good things about it. It's a sci-fi movie on Netflix. Uh, we've talked about the... Uh, I'm sorry? No, nothing. Oh, That's we, we number four. The Leave the World Behind, Julia Roberts. Uh, it was the weird, weird, strange movie that I'm still going, did I like it? Did I yeah, not I, like I've, it? I have decided not to okay. watch it. Yeah, I, I, I did not love the movie. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, wait, not Christmas Vacation. Christmas, you know, it's blocked out on here. Is it Christmas? Yeah, I guess it is Christmas Vacation. Yes, it um, is. And that was a fun movie. The Creator, I've heard very good things about. Haven't watched it. Uh, Barbie, you loved Barbie. I, I love okay. Barbie, and I could watch it again again. Uh, this is a favorite, I think, smile. for you, Marcia. Maestro? Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, a quick review of Maestro. I loved Leonard Bernstein. When I was a kid, I was a music nerd, classical music nerd. I was in the Miami Beach Youth Symphony Orchestra. And uh, I once snuck backstage when I was re- I was really young. I was a preteen when Leonard Bernstein was conducting. And I walked into his dressing room. And he's because I'd watched him, you know, on the Young People's Concerts, which used to be on TV. Oh, and you can that. see that on YouTube. They're all on YouTube now. But, and he, he was just, it's intermission, man. He's taking a break. He's smoking a cigarette. He took his shirt off. He had just sweated through his shirt. And you know, hi, you know, I'm a big fan and I, I play violin. And the, do you believe that he didn't toss me out of his dressing room? Yeah, isn't that interesting? That he was so nice and encouraging and told me to keep it up. And what a wonderful man. And then my mother knocked at the door and I got dragged out. By my mother. And beaten. Well, no, um, but he was just an amazing man musically. I mean, he he wrote the music to West Side Story and so many other things. brilliant movies, brilliant scores for movies and stuff. And what I I didn't like about this movie is it centered on his marriage. Ah. Now, if I ever cared about Leonard Bernstein's marriage, it would be 46 steps below his career and his musical genius. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so, sure that's true. It was disappointing, but I loved it. I think Bradley Cooper did an excellent performance. And gee, Bradley, I'd love for you to come. And the family approved the movie. So 
I wish you'd come back, Bradley, and do this movie because I know you listen to the show and do this uh, yeah. movie again about the genius of Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, and I, yeah, I actually looked at old pictures of Leonard Bernstein. He's not far off from Bradley Cooper. No, he looked very much like that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, and the last one, the ever popular Home Alone. Always love that movie. If if the kids haven't seen it, it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, that that's okay, always that's always entertaining. Okay, now TV shows. Reacher, surprise love number one. Love Everybody loves it. Something I did I have not looked at on Hulu. Percy Jackson. Yeah, old a movie remade into a series. Fargo is still holding strong on Hulu. Love it. Number three. Yeah. Number four is Slow Horse. I know nothing about Slow Horse. And number five, interestingly enough, is Doctor Who, which is... Yeah, I think that's a new one, isn't it? Well, looking at the description, it's Doctor Who 2005 through 2023, 14 seasons. So I would assume that they... Max, I'm looking at it, Max has 13 seasons of it. Uh, Disney Plus has one season. BBC America has one season. So Max is where you want to watch that. You can see all of them. Six is Monarch. Very entertaining. Legacy of Monsters, which you loved. Yep. Seven is The Chosen. Don't know that one. Haven't watched it. Eight is something I'm probably not going to watch. A Murder at the End of the World. Yeah, Mm. I tried it. Didn't love it. Then number nine, a movie from Marvel Studios. What if? And number 10, people love it, love it, love it. Yep, me too. Um, they love Yellowstone. So There you go. Hey, that's it for us. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Have a happy new year. Uh, and we'll see you next weekend. Have a great one. Hey, Mark, you need to pull out your old don't drink and drive because it yeah, is Yeah, you know, I haven't done that in a long time. You're right. Um, Please don't drink and And the police and will be out in full force. Save yeah, we'll lives. you back with us next Happy week. new year, everybody. We'll see you soon. Tell your friends, subscribe, and listen. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.